This podcast is part what? of the TPS Radio Sports Podcast Network what? at www.tpsradio.net. TPS Radio, Mike, James, new website, obviously a new year, second show, yeah. Royal Rumble, this weekend, commentary, Mike's going to TNA to see Hogan and Sting, uh, well, what a wrestling weekend we have in store, Mike. And I just did a wrestling show last Saturday. That, what a wrestling week and a day we have in yes. store. What a wrestling period. Period. Um, that sounds a bit wrong. Yes. Uh, another word for eight. Uh, the Babylonians had an eight-day week, so we could say, what a Babylonian week of wrestling. There you go. A Babylonian week of... I like that. A Babylonian week of wrestling. So For all you Babylonians out there. For all you Babylonians. Yeah. And, uh, well, before, Mike, we get to our Fantasy Rumble, which will probably be the highlight of the show, even yep. after the Rumble, no doubt. Um, no, I am excited for the Rumble. Um, they've, built this, they've, built the, they've built a few of the matches up to the point yep. where I'm excited. I think the last time I was this excited was Survivor Series, with The Rock coming back. Absol- yeah, I think I'd have to go with that as well. I mean, TLC, I don't think I even saw it. Uh, I, I wanted to, obviously. I don't like to miss any uh, major pay-per-view, but I didn't see that. But uh, indeed, certainly the most excited Survivor Series. I am, because there's a bit of me wonders. I mean, it's it's so unlikely, but can Ziggler do it? Uh, I have no idea. It's tricky, it's tricky. And of course, Jericho spoke this week. He said a sentence uh, that at the Royal Rumble will be the... Excuse me, end of the world. Yes, it'll be the end of the world. It's already starting because James can't even finish his sentences. No, I was what I was thinking about WWE's restaurant. Ah, because it never finished a sentence. No, it was called the world at first, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it, it was originally WWF New York, and then it became called the world for some strange reason. Yeah, and that ended a long time ago. It did end a while, yes, but it was I think it was more successful than the Nitro Grill. <laughs> so, <coughs> I don't even know where that was. I'm assuming it was in Atlanta. Yeah, probably not. Let's be honest. Um, I mean, I mean, in the in those days, uh, in the in the dark days of the the last remnants of WCW, that I mean, they're about as logical as TNA is today. Oh, look, same people running it. Never mind. Um, anyway. I- well, I got to admit, it was a bit weird toward the end. But you know, I I loved WCW despite everything. I, I look back on it now and I think 
if I had been into wrestling for five years by 1999, yep. let's say, I would have watched WCW and gone, huh? But of course, because I was fairly new to wrestling, I watched it and went, this is brilliant. It is, isn't it? Yeah, so, so I, I still look back and think, you know, Mike Awesome as that 70s guy with his lava lamp thing. I liked it. I mean, yeah. Mike Awesome should have been pushed a lot more than he was by various people. But yeah, God help me, I liked it. What I will say is um, we both lived, watched wrestling towards the end of it, but of what was... Uh, a golden age in our day. I mean, I, I, you could argue yeah. that the other golden age was probably from WrestleMania one to maybe four or five. You know, you know, probably, around the yeah. whole Hogan. Yeah, but they're definitely the second mainstream golden age of wrestling, be it the Attitude Era. And, and for one, I'm you know from about I'd say ninety six, ninety seven to about two thousand. I, I, I class the end of the Attitude Era. Um, not when they bought WCW, but the end of the golden era with WrestleMania 18 culminating in The Rock versus Hogan. And I think from then on, it kind of went downhill properly. It, was, yeah, it wasn't think... great then, but I think that for me, uh, after that WrestleMania, I think that was uh, like officially, for me, the end of it. And that's when I, th- I think even today, you, see, you saw the slow decline in WWE. I can very much see your logic. I mean, for me, it was a bit weird because... WrestleMania 18, I remember at the time I didn't see it. Uh, my, uh, and this was when, as I say, I wasn't, I'd only been to it for a few years, so I really wanted to see it. I think we were on holiday or something. Either way, I didn't see it. But around, uh, when would it have been? I think it was between, it would have probably been between wrestling WrestleMania 18 and 19, when The Rock had his match with Goldberg. Yep. And then sort of became part-time. When Rock lost to Goldberg, after that, as I mentioned before, I fell out of wrestling for a few months. And then when I came back, it was, compl- it was very different and not as good. So I think I kind of missed the decline. I just came back and went, oh, this is a bit different. When Rock had gone and it was kind of the Triple H show. And I, 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 yeah. to be honest, um, I know you and I moan about it, uh, about wrestling today. But for me... Sometimes. I was watching from about like ninety eight, well, definitely you know ninety nine, like ninety nine hardcore, let's say. Yes. Uh, and for me, the Triple H show, the era you suggested, yeah, which yes. went on for about eighteen months, I'd say, it was pretty right. bad. Is the year I lost interest as well. I don't think it's a coincidence. Uh, to be honest, it was that was when Raw I felt was possibly at its worst when it was, as you said, the Triple H show. Couldn't, could, I mean, let's be honest, brilliant name. Well, the Triple H show. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it defy, you know, it, it's, well, it was. I mean, I can't think of anything better. It explains it everything. Was pretty, I mean, the thing is, it wasn't a case of Triple H being bad. It was a case of, because tri- Triple H was a mega heel, evolution was slowly coming together, and they didn't have a powerful challenger anymore. No, I mean, if funnily enough, for example, yeah, I think if Evolution was around today, and as yeah. realistic as it was, they would be the perfect opposite to someone like John Cena, wouldn't they? Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. And as you're right, I think you may have hit the nail on the head. Because they didn't have that John Cena, there was no Rock of Austin, like, you know, full-time, because they didn't have that big superstar, uh, yeah. yeah, 
Um, I mean, that's the other reason why it fails. For every bad guy, you, you need, you know, like an equal opposite, you know, a good guy and vice versa. Um, there, ha- there has to be that classic struggle of good and evil. But yeah. of course, wrestling, the way wrestling has changed over the years, what is good and what is evil has changed a lot, you know. But it was a case of at the time, like I say, we'll move on in a second because it's a bit of, a, of, of an odd thing to talk about in this day and age. But yeah, it was basically a case of because they didn't build up Booker T for a good few years after he arrived, they didn't do enough with Rob Van Dam. And looking back, who exactly was there to feud with? It's like Chris Benoit and Maven. But they only, yeah, you say that, but in terms of Rob Van Dam and Booker T, uh, uh, you know, the creative team, the, 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 you know, the management side only had themselves to blame. Best oh, example, total, yeah. Total. WrestleMania 19, Booker T should have won. Yes, he should. Um, which would have helped, uh, you know, and they should have booked him uh, correctly. It could have been a fairly big deal that year, but no. Yeah, I mean, like, as you say, there are two talents who could have, I don't know, who could have been the guys to steady the ship. Yes. As it was, we waited a couple of years, and whether you like him or don't like him, Cena steadied the ship. Yes, he, yeah, he did. He came in, he came in, uh, it's funny, isn't it, the story about John Cena being that he was nearly future-endeavoured had it not been for the uh, Vanilla Ice segment, and, well, the rest is history, as they say. Was he nearly future-endeavoured? You never told me this. Yeah, yeah, um... I remember hearing it on a radio show with, I think, Dave Meltzer, and it's been in countless news stories that he would, you know, um, they pushed him, they kind of didn't. He had that feud initially against Jericho, um, and, uh, you know, during, during the Vengeance pay-per-view, it culminated, I think, with, uh, that was the pay-per-view with, uh, with Rock, uh, Triple H, and Undertaker going for the Undisputed Championship in 2002. Uh, the pay-per-view before Rock versus Brock. That was a prelude yeah. to the SummerSlam. Yeah, it was around then. Um, and yeah, I mean, yeah, that feud against Jericho, then he got a bit de-pushed. Obviously, they liked him because of his body. And uh, they weren't too, you know, they weren't too hot on him until that Vanilla Ice promo. And they were, it was basically going to be potentially another Ted DiBiase, you know, or, or, or Drew McIntyre. Kind of like pushed him a bit, then an afterthought, you know? Do you mean Jericho or Angle? Jer- he he had his he started off his feud against Angle. He came in, but he did have a feud with Jericho because Jericho. Oh. I, I was reading his um, book Undisputed, uh, available in all good bookstores, um, and some bad ones. And, yes, and some bad ones. And uh, he <laughs> there's he, one um, Orpington that's total shite. Try there. Um, right. Uh, uh, Slanders next door. They sell toys. They sell toys. Very good. I forgot what I was going to say now. I'm not sure if Lorenzo's is still there, actually. Anyway, carry on. Well, well they probably won't be after your comments, Mike. Um, exactly, exactly. Not with, the, not, not with the clout we have. No. <clears throat> yeah, Jericho said he he realised that, you know, this bloke, although green as grass, he, he had something with him. And he said to Vincent Mann, you know, I, I want a few with him and I want to put him over. So. Oh, well, that yeah. I did not know. There you go. Uh, See, like I say, for a little while I was patching. And then I, and then obviously, and then like I say, and then I was yeah. like, oh, I, I still love it, you know. So I love it too. I know. Anyway, coming back to today, where I am rather enjoying it at the moment. Uh, let's see. Well, where should we start? I mean, John Laurinaitis was kind of getting interesting. You say that, and I love on, the end of Raw, but there is a but. Go on. Yes, I think they um, shot their load too early. I think they they premature prematurely shot their load too early. Uh, WWE, in depending what happens at the Royal Rumble, 
mind yeah. you. Because I think if, if Dolph Ziggler wins, that's great. If Law United screws him. But I do think, depending what they do at the Royal Rumble, I could be wrong, Mike, that mm-hmm. you should have had CM Punk do that to Laurinaitis at the Royal Rumble, not on Raw. You should have got the payoff at the Royal Rumble. You're paying for that show, remember? And you're thinking, oh, even if CM Punk loses, that's great. Having said that, they might do something entirely different where you and I might be sitting here next week or during the commentary, and I might be saying, actually, no, I understand why they did it on Raw. So, it, well, did, did that make any sense? I know exactly what you mean. For all we know, it could be the build-up to something that we haven't even thought of. It's incredible. But but uh, but I know what you mean. I mean, I don't know. I mean, when Punk did the GTS on Laurinaitis, I do see what you mean. But without it, would the end of Raw been a bit flat? Uh, possibly. About what could have happened is he's about to do the GTS on Laurinaitis, and then Dolph Ziggler does his move from behind. Yeah, that would work fine. Actually, that would work fine. Because let's be honest, at the end of the day, I thought I was a bit miffed as Punk had his big moment by finally, after four losses to, uh, you know, this, 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 this bleached blonde nobody as far as CM Punk is concerned. Yeah, um, yeah because of John Laurinaitis, John Laurinaitis, he's about to do his move on him and then he does it. Big moment, and then within about five seconds, Dolph Ziggler comes from behind, and you, you don't even get the heat, the, the crowd, you know, reaction properly. The crowd can't enjoy that moment uh, like they should have done at the end of Raw. So you, re- so you reckon they should have had those as separate moments and one on the pay per view, sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but as I said, I could be eating my words because it does depend what they do on the pay. For example, if Laura Knight is completely screws him, and, and that you have an injury angle, then okay, no way you could have done that, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't think WWE would do that. I just think they shot their load too early. If, uh, um, well, I'm a cynical man now. Um, the amount of times I've been excited for a show, Mike, and I'm sure uh, you're with me partly, uh, and they just fail. Sometimes in recent times, yeah, sometimes. I mean, I, w- one that crosses my mind that I know we agreed on was Barrett versus Orton with Cena getting quote-unquote fired and then went nowhere. Yeah, uh, and that, yeah, that was one where I was on the edge of my seat, and it was kind of what really is that it? Yeah. But either way, but either way, I, I don't want us to be predicting doom and gloom again because no. I have a feeling I I bit of me what things I know what's going to happen. Yep. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do it, but I think Punk will retain. Okay. I think he will face the winner of the Rumble. Okay. I think I know who that man's going to be. Well, Mike, sh- um, I mean, shall we get the proverbial drum roll? Who is this man going to be? Drum roll, please. I think it could be Jericho. I was going to say the exact same thing. Just think about it. He's never won it. I don't think. No, he's never won it. We did comment... Um. The other day about Randy Orton winning it, uh, I think Randy Orton or Jericho are probably the two favourites. It would make sense. I mean, how else is he going to make the uh, world end? There's two options. Yep. Either he wins the Rumble, or he screws Punk. Ah, yes, he's the man that John Laurinaitis has been texting all this time. Oh, there's a thought. Oh, I like that. Well, I that part. I know. I know. So, um. 
Listen to me giggling like a girl. <laughs> Mate, yeah. And to be honest, let's, you know, at the moment, as it is, I know we said you don't like heels. Um, we don't like heels winning the Royal Rumble. Jericho, really, we don't, we think he's going to be a heel, and he probably is, but we don't actually know yet. That has not been confirmed, has it? It's not really been clarified one way or another yet. No, because he's been very, we don't know what's going on. And you would still get, if he won it, at the, you know, Jericho winning the Rumble for the first time, celebrating, I still think he would get, um, unless he does something very heelish, a bad, you know, a sorry, a good crowd reaction. I do too, I do too. I mean, let's be honest, he's Jericho, he's brilliant. And, which uh, I know is a sentiment you very much agree with. But, but and yeah, he, he's, because we don't know yet what he's going to do, yeah, he'd still get that, that pop. Definitely. So yeah, if, if if not just from my sofa, exactly. However, we can't deny we can't deny. I'll be popping as well, Mike. I'll be popping like anything. Um, you dirty bastard! Yeah, microwave and popcorn ain't got nothing on me if he wins. So sorry, I said I said microwavable popcorn has got nothing on me if Jericho wins. The You're damn right. You've never seen anything pop like James Kelly. I will. I will. I will get naked. I'll take my top off and lick my nipple if he wins. Um. You, you heard it here first, folks. Exactly. There you go. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll have the webcam ready. Yeah. Um, so that's our first live. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Uh, be it'll great. Be, it will be our breast show ever. Oh, <laughs> fastest cake. <laughs> What's the fastest cake in the world? Scone. Oh, well done. Um, anyway, moving. <laughs> What's the best cheese to hide a horse? Don't know. Mascarpone! Uh, <laughs> my favourite joke. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah. But the problem is, Mike, we cannot forget Randy Orton's hometown. Oh, fuck, is it? Yeah. Oh, however, it, let's it, be... It, however... Lewis. Yeah, however, let's... Um, if Randy Orton is going to have a feud against anyone at WrestleMania, what a heat moment for them to cost him a chance at winning the Royal Rumble as well in his hometown. Oh, that's a good idea, yeah. So, if, and if, if Barrett swings for him or something, well, in, the, some, in some manner... At the, well, the, the original plan was, uh, allegedly, according to Meltzer um, and the Wrestling Observer, back in, this was back in, uh, towards the end of the summer, was <laughs> at WrestleMania, Mike, Randy Orton versus... Yes. Have a guess. Is it John Cena? No, Mark Henry. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, Mark Henry. Uh, I think I think he's up there with one of the Undertaker's worst Mania matches, which is quite an achievement. Um, uh, at WrestleMania 23, the, that horrible casket match. It takes a lot of talent to nearly make the Undertaker look bad. And Mark Henry's done it on more than one occasion. And uh, he's also main-evented the Royal Rumble that one and, year. Yes, exactly. I mean, that was the big one. Kurt Angle, in his prime, couldn't get anything out of Mark Henry. No, definitely, which is, which is shocking. And uh, no, uh, WrestleMania is no place for a Mark Henry main-event title match. Um, one of the rumours was uh, Daniel Bryan versus Randy Orton, which I don't think they'll do. But let's be honest, from a wrestling fan's point of view, Daniel Bryan is actually, I think, from the average person's point of view, getting interesting now, obviously becoming a heel. I think they will yep. both will have, depending how Daniel Bryan is booked, a good match and a good feud going into it. 
They could do well. I mean, I mean, Brian is obviously for the better pure wrestler yeah. kind of thing. Orton, we all know that, that you and I know we're the biggest sort of fans, but he can go these days. He's got better. Yeah, so, he, yeah he has. He, he has had, you know, good, uh, goodish matches against John Cena, which is saying something. Um, Shawn Michaels gets, has got good matches out of him. Triple H... No, um, <laughs> I, I always remember that WrestleMania 25 main event. I know. Oh dear, but yeah, and, um, of course, and of course, Christian has got great matches out of it. Exactly, yeah, this year. So I'm. I mean, if I was booking, I would have because I don't have money in the bank anymore. And you, everyone knows my feelings about that. But they, I would say, a ladder match for the uh, title at WrestleMania. Well, that sounds like fun. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how. I don't know why they'd be having a ladder match. They, they've got enough weeks to come up with a reason. Um, maybe you know uh, they both do something, and whoever wins or, get, or beats someone in the best time gets the stipulation of their choice. And Brian says ladder match. Maybe I don't know. But um, yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. I, I I think they should have a ladder match. That could be one of the high high spot. One of the high spot. You know, matches on WrestleMania. Or could we return? It's it's you know it's it's a bit it's a bit of a blast in the past, but I think one that would definitely work. Could we go for a TLC tag title match? That would be fantastic. Wouldn't that be great? I mean, granted, there's not a lot of teams to put in, but when you think about it, Kingston and Bourne. Well, there's a rumor that Evan Bourne, who's currently on suspension for oh, sixty God, days, oh God, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, which means he'll be available before WrestleMania. However, um, there is a rumour of him being featured in Devon after his second suspension. Idiot. Yeah, I mean, it happened to Chris Masters. It did, didn't it? Uh, And they have no... I mean, I think to get over a legitimate tag team takes about a year, in my opinion, to to make everyone believe they're actually a proper tag team. They are a unit. They're not going to break up tomorrow or, or a week down the line. And you take them seriously as a tag team. And the, and that will be the only way that the tag belts will mean something. I mean, do you remember the days when you were all... I mean, in, the, in those golden, hardy, Edge and Christian Dudley matches where the tag team, to many people, was almost the semi-main event at WrestleMania and SummerSlam when they were making it a big deal, you know? They were, they were fantastic matches. But as you say, who would you put in now? If, 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 if they get rid of Bourne, if... And I'm not saying whether they should or shouldn't, but if they get rid of Bourne, who's it going to be? Primo and Epico versus the Uzos. Possibly, yeah, uh, possibly. Um, which, which, which I'm sure, I reckon that they would have a fantastic match. I, I honestly think they could do very well, but no one would care going into it. That's true. I'm trying to think. Okay, uh, they, I don't think they, they would. They couldn't do a TLC match, and it would be far too risky booking wise. But wouldn't it be great? Mike, going into WrestleMania, we had... The Hardys! Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, D-Generation X versus the NWO as the tag team match. Oh, my God. I mean, think of the booking going... Let's be honest, it's not going to be the greatest match in the world. They could say TLC or, or, or no DQ, for example. It, it probably wouldn't even have to be for the tag team championships. But I think, in a funny way, it should be because it would help the belts get over maybe a bit more, you know? So are we talking Triple H and Shawn Michaels and maybe X-Pac or something on one side and then Nash, Hall and Hogan on the other? 
Yeah, possibly. I don't think Hogan will be. He's in TNA, though, isn't it? But you could get X-Pac, because he was in the NWO as well. No, that's true. You could use him. That's and true. it could be, you know... It, and obviously, I don't, D, DX are going to be the faces, really, aren't they? Um, Completely. And obviously, then they're outnumbered, how they're going to win, etc. So, you, you know, you could have a few. Not, you wouldn't need the tag team titles on the line, but that, that'd be an interesting event, wouldn't it? Hmm... I'm trying to think exactly how it would work. Because let's be perfectly honest. Do you really think WWE are going to hire Scott Hall again? No, exactly. (laughs) Which is why I said it's almost a a dreamlike scenario. I understand, yes. Because otherwise we're left with the NWO being represented by Kevin Nash and X-Pac versus Triple H H and the Road Dog. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Talk about a a fucking watered-down version of a classic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, but then yeah, but you you could bring back a legendary tag team and another one, and one of them ends up winning. For example, wins one of the tag belts at um, Elimination Chamber to go Legion on to WrestleMania. Doom? Legion of Doom. Oh yeah. wait, no. Carry uh, on. Um, <laughs> we got one half. Demolition. Boss, uh, either of them dead? No, they're still going. Hey, there you go. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um. Interestingly, I got, I got oh, no, you couldn't, could you? No, never mind. We, uh, no, no, go on, come out with it. You could have had D-Generation X versus the Four Horsemen, because they're going into the uh, Hall of oh, Fame. Oh, wow. Now that would be interesting. It would, wouldn't it? I mean, let's be honest, once again, the promos build up to it may be better than the match itself, but still. Perhaps, perhaps. So basically, so how would that work? We'd have something like, what, uh, what Triple H... Ah, you, that could work in a weird way. Yeah. You'd have you'd have Triple H, Shawn Michaels, yep, X Pac, yep, Road Dog, because they're both within within the company again now, working working in FCW and behind the scenes. True, and let's be honest, I'm sure if you gave Kip James a call, he'd come. Oh, definitely. I mean, what else is he going to do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's not going to say no to a, a payoff that would be at WrestleMania levels. Exactly. He's not going to say no to, to as you say, <clears throat> the pay-per-view rate. No. Which is what you just said, but I couldn't think of the proper word. Anyway. Um, versus, let's think. Uh, versus, it'll be, well, the way they're doing it, it'll be Flair, Arn, Tully, and Wyndham. Yeah. Now, that would be fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're all old. and They'd have to get the gimmick over somehow. <laughs> the trouble is, yes, the four horsemen are <laughs> now incredibly old. Yeah, which is it's a big shame. It's more of a fantasy match. But I tell you what, promos are plenty going into that match. Yeah, that would be great, that. I mean, that's what's going to make it. Um, you know what I think is a bit sad? What? I don't know if this is WWE's choice or the person I'm about to mention's choice, but why isn't Ole, why isn't Ole Anderson ever involved with a Four Horsemen uh, reunion? That was a question brought at the one of the, once again. I don't, yeah, don't mean to bring it up, but the one of the Wrestling Observer radios and uh, Mr. Meltzer, Dave, he uh, uh, he said something along the lines of that the one you're going on about the Four Horsemen with Ole made more money. However. The, uh, the one that's actually going into the Hall of Fame, he says, probably more fondly remembered by the, you know, at large. Really? Apparently so. That was his answer. I, 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 I don't know. I question that, because let's be honest, I mean, it was the original horseman that really turned the NWA around, I think. I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think versus, right. the like, versus the likes of Magnum TA and Dusty Rhodes. And Benoit. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
He was oh, in the fourth awesome, wasn't he? Yes, yes, yes. He was also in a couple of other scrapes. Yes, he was. Um, but yeah, um, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be interesting. Uh, anyway, oh, yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait, are you saying that we that, that at WrestleMania we just have DX versus the versus the Horseman with Chris Benoit? No, but um, um, although his although his promos are pretty much the same. Yes, Adam A. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh dear. So, and he's here tonight. No, not really. Um, yeah, yeah. Tell me. I know. Tell me about it. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would love to see because apparently they're thinking of doing away with the TLC pay per view this year. I, I I read so TLC match at Mania. I think it'd be fantastic. Well, I still think get rid of Money in the Bank. I still passionately think that really that that was one of the you know no matter what the cars were WrestleMania you were always excited at for Money in the Bank and it normally was one of the within the first three matches so you normally had a guaranteed good match in the first you know within the first say half an hour forty minutes of WrestleMania. But think about this. Yeah. WrestleMania 17 was fantastic, and that had the TLC match, and True. and that was before Money in the Bank. Yeah, yeah, you're right. If they didn't have that, you would have that as a high school match. But I've always dreamt, Mike, of someone of someone winning, uh, winning Money in the Bank, and then cashing it in at the main event or just after the main event of WrestleMania. Indeed, yes. I, mean, I think it's cro- it crossed everyone. It's crossed everyone's mind, but uh, cl- sadly, not going to happen this year. No, I mean, I mean, the best example I think would have been when Ric Flair was in Money in the Bank, remember? And he just had that feud against Triple H in the winter. Yeah, I think, and then basically him get, grabbing it um, because you could have argued because he went out with an injury apparently early on with Edge. I mean, he could have gone out, faked an injury, uh, uh, come back when everyone was dead, and you know. You know, cheating his way to getting, uh, well, stealing the money, wheeling, dealing, stealing the money in the bank, and then everyone cheers, and then as Triple H is down, or, or John C- Triple H wins against John Cena or whatever, you know that that made that main event at WrestleMania 22. Triple H is limping because John Cena has worked his leg. Ric Flair comes down, catches it in, figure four. Triple H taps, yay! Ric Flair is the champion. That would have been brilliant. Yeah, but they didn't. Yeah, but they don't do anything like that. And uh, it's already been done. Money in the bank being cashed in at the same pay per view, I believe, by Kane. Who gave a shit? I didn't. Um, but... but but people didn't give a shit because it was Kane. Yeah, well, yeah, true. I mean, that had been a lovely and, moment. And, and, and at the time, no one gave a shit about Kane. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, at, the, at, at the moment, perhaps they do again. But then, well, let's be honest. This is the weirdest feud. Is it that weird? I remember you saying that before. Why is it so weird? I, Embrace what, the hate, John Cena. Well, he's clearly going to do it. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, he did look like he was taking a large poo on Raw, didn't it? Um, I never face. thought of that. <laughs> the close-up on his face. I mean, John Cena versus Kane. Who's, well, I mean, let's look at this, uh, this Royal Rumble before we get into our fantasy one. Okay. Um, who's going to win, Mike? Uh, Kane, John Cena. Uh, it's tricky because I, 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 in a way, I think I'm not sure if it matters because whatever matters, whoever wins, Cena's going to do something reckless and foolhardy afterwards. I hope. Yeah, hopefully. Um, yes, and, I, and then it's going to be up to the Rock to stop his reign of terror at the WrestleMania, at WrestleMania 28. Oh, that's true. That's true. That it could be interesting, but the problem is. At WrestleMania, 
seeing him the way he is, he's already going to be a heel. So why try and make him a heel when he already is a natural heel to The Rock? Because he's, you could argue, he's everything The Rock's not. I don't know. I think it would just make things more interesting. Possibly. Yeah. But they get so much merchandise money from uh, from uh, John Cena. Yeah, that is the thing. Um, but of course they get but of course they get a lot more than they used to from punk and and out of nowhere Zack Ryder. That is very true. That's true. Um embrace the rider and the punk. Well, talking about punk, who's winning yes. that one? We you reckon punk's winning it? I think punk will win it. I would love to see Dolph Ziggler be a world champion, but I I just don't know if he's over enough. Uh yeah. He could be. I mean, he could win it. Then Punk wins it back at um, Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber, and then Jericho. I, 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 the, the plan is, I, I, I've heard, it is going to be Punk and Jericho at Mania. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and it, and I reckon, hopefully, they'll produce a good match. They're both certainly capable of stealing the show. I believe, um, oh, in terms yeah. of match quality. Definitely. I mean, Jericho's helped steal the show at Mania in, in the past. Yep, he has, hasn't he? Um, WrestleMania 19 with Shawn Michaels. Yep, best match. Uh, a lot better than either of the title matches, let's be honest. I can't remember what they were now. It was... Yeah, exactly. Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar screwing up and uh, knocking himself out, pretty much. And uh, Booker T, Triple H. But if I remember rightly, that also on that pay-per-view, you had the delightful moment where Hulk Hogan beat Vince McMahon. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it wasn't a great... It wasn't... Um, it was everything that uh, uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H wasn't, but for the right reasons. It was just as fun, but on the other side, you know? Yeah, exactly. Did you... Speaking of Hogan... Yeah. Did you see the news on ITV tonight? That he's going to be... He's going to be on a... The... Oh, oh that lady show. Yes, come on. <laughs> um, oh, crap. I don't know what it's called. That's because you're a real man. Okay. Me, on the other hand, I'm not being a real man. I do know what it's called. He's going to be on Loose Women. That's it, Loose Women, yeah. And he was on London Tonight, today. Wow. Yeah. They, they are pushing this TNA tour, aren't they? They really are. Oh, um, by the way. Yep. Uh, uh, according to Hulk Hogan, the show's at Wembley Stadium. Excellent. That's... <laughs> well, I tell you what, if they if they can sell out at Wembley Stadium, that'd be brilliant. If they can sell out at Wembley Stadium, it would be astonishing. But and, and also, bit me would go, what the fuck is going on? You're exactly. Well, I mean, I think if TNA can sell out at Wembley Stadium, that's where they need to hold the next SummerSlam. If TNA can can sell at Wembley Stadium, then like WWE could sell out Wales. Yeah, yeah, basically, uh, definitely. Um, <laughs> um, oh, um, we've got also talking about Wales. Go yes, I think I see where this is going. We've got Daniel Bryan and Mark Henry and Big Show. Is that because Daniel Bryan blows? Oh, <laughs> no. not really. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, who's going to win that one? Who do you want to win, Mike? And who do you think is going to win? Maybe I, I should ask. I think Brian will win Yep, and continue to go a bit heel. Okay. And then eventually this will creep into Mania, a giant versus giant match of Big Show versus Henry. Let's hope that's the first match so we get it out of the way. Yeah, that's hope. But then again, we can't start off WrestleMania with the poo break. <laughs> with the poo break. 
Yeah, or the uh, let's go to the microwave and heat the next batch of popcorn up. No, you're right. Um, Something like that, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's all, that's, that's also the women's match, which is, which is I think ever since Mickey James and Trish Stratus at number Red Mania twenty two, I don't think anyone cares. Um, uh, that was a really good match. Yeah, and that was the last time I gave a shit about a, Mania, a women's match on Mania. Well, that's because the women's matches since then have been a bit weird. Yeah, haven't they? Um, I mean, I, I mean, what was it one year with Melina versus Ashley? Oh dear, yes. Uh, Who dear. gives a flying fuck? I know. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, to put it simply, I mean, Ash- Ashley was an attractive lass. Both of them are not in WWE anymore either. I know. But to be fair, Melina, I think that's for slightly different reasons. Yes. Yes. Um, and Ashley, I think, I think she uh, had a fling with Matt Hardy at one point. Supposedly. Did she? So, I think Supposedly, I think, yeah. Ah, oh, so she so she had a fling with Matt Hardy. And the then Matt Malina, Hardy curse. The Matt Hardy curse, and then Melina slept with Batista when she was still with John Morrison. Oh, I know, exactly. Uh, not good. Not good. I mean, to be honest, but are there many divas that Batista hasn't had sex with? He looked at me a bit funny at Raw a couple of years ago. <laughs> I'm sure uh, Linda McMahon. No, never mind. No, I don't think there is. Um. No, you're right. <laughs> Linda McMahon and Batista. That's got a, that, that's a very odd image I now have in my head. Yep. Yeah, Big Dave. Um, Big Dave, as he was known. <laughs> he crossed my mind today, actually, when I was watching Raw. Really? Yeah, when they were put, for some reason, when they were putting Zack Ryder into the ambulance, I thought, oh, Batista. That oh, might be fun. It'd be good if he came back at the Rumble, wouldn't it? And as a surprise. Yeah, I mean, because he wasn't um, he wasn't amazing in the ring, but uh, as a character, as as a bad guy, when he finally became one, I found him quite funny. I, you know what? I think he he peaked just when he left. I really, I I, so, I, many, so many of them do. <clears throat> Lesnar was the same. Yeah, I mean, oh, let's be honest. Um, you know, after Undertaker, Lesnar, I want Batista, Lesnar. Batista, Lesnar. Yeah. Why Batista Lesnar? I think it'll be a good match and good promos going in. I reckon two big guys that can probably have an okay match, which doesn't normally happen. Yeah, that's true, because usually with... Yeah, that's true. But I do want Undertaker Lesnar as well. Well, they they face the... Oh, oh yeah, you mean nowadays. Oh, that's yeah. huge. I know. And, uh, you know, have it for maybe Mania next year for Undertaker's inevitable... Is it 19 this year? It's 19? It- this year will be 19, yeah. And next year, 20. I mean, yeah. you know, going out, pinning pinning Brock Lesnar, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? That'd be great. But then, of course, what would you do with Lesnar? Uh, well, I mean, you know, it's going to be probably uh, one of his few losses. What yeah, do you do with Lesnar? Um, I don't know. You make him win the title at SummerSlam. Yeah. Then, or, push him, then push him to the sky, you know. Or yeah. Him, or however they push him to the moon, whatever they call it, yeah. You are, I mean, yeah, you're right. If they have someone like Lesnar... I think they need to treat him as a bit like Goldberg. Short, shortish matches are not really going to go beyond the 10 minute mark, I'm going to say, or even, you know, especially um, on Raw, maybe on a pay per view, and where he just destroys people. And I think they need to keep him champion for at least around a year. 
You and your long title reigns. Well, yeah, especially with someone like him, because then when someone does come up, I mean, let's be honest, you could you could book for you could book for six, six, seven months down the line. Say like he um, wins at a SummerSlam, and then you yeah. could look towards maybe a John Cena Lesnar match at a WrestleMania. For that would be, and that's that would he, be that, that would be massive. I was just about to say that, yeah. Yeah, and that's when he obviously finally loses it. John Cena, you know, turn Lesnar heel because um, I think he makes a better heel than John Cena ever would, and. Uh, yeah, you know, he's just this uh, smashing guy, you know, that destroys stuff. and then A smashing guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but then you could have John Cena. You could you even... Don't like, like, you don't mean like a lovely bloke. Yes, lovely bloke. No. You could have John Cena, you could do the promos like they did with Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, you know, in the gym. You could have an Iron Man match. Oh, that would be good. So, you know, they're both... Uh, and, you know, obviously if they trained, I'm sure they could both go. And I'm sure, you know, by then Lesnar won't be, you know, that green again. He'd have got it. Uh, they'd have a good match. Anyway, um... Daniel Bryan, Mark Henry, Big Show. You're saying Daniel Bryan, Mike. I'm saying Daniel Bryan wins and then at WrestleMania faces Tank Abbott. Buys. That's buys. buys. Uh, I've got a horrible feeling they're going to go Mark Henry. I have a horrible feeling. I want Daniel Bryan to win, though. I'm going to say, I'm going to go for Daniel Bryan. I have faith in WWE doing the right thing. Me too. Excellent. So, um, uh, the Royal Rumble... I can hear your mind going, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, To be honest... So, so yes. No, carry on, carry on. Out out of all the matches, including the Rumble, I'm least excited for John Cena Kane. Um, The rest of them, I'm quite excited about. I'm excited about the ramifications. What a big word for a suit and tie! The ramifications of Cena versus Kane... But the match itself, as you say, I'm not that bothered by unless they make it like a false can anywhere or something. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. The Rumble itself, we've, we've briefly talked about it. Uh, the confirmed entrants at the moment are The Miz, starting at number one. Ah, uh, yes. Jericho, Foley, Sheamus, Cody Rhodes, Wade Barrett, um, Jinder Mahal and R-Truth. Uh, as we said, we reckon it's either going to be Chris Jericho or Randy Orton. Indeed, or Jinder Mahal. Or Jinder Mahal. Um, do you think Jinder Mahal sounds like something to do with decorating? I don't know why, though, Mike. Jinder Mahal. No, I don't as, get it. As in, like, do up the lid. Uh, I'm going to get a build around to Jinder Mahal. Ah, uh, uh, I see, yes. He's going to he's, he's, he's pebble dash the outside, do the bedrooms, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tax the driveway, and Jinder Mahal. And Jinder... <laughs> I never said it was a good joke. I just, it just crossed my mind. <laughs> um, the Royal Rumble. Uh, 30 men this year as opposed to 40. Yeah, I think it worked better. Yeah, uh, I thought it was a bit much. It was a gimmick. Um, I, I think they panicked because no one seemed to care too much about the Rumble uh, going into it. Uh, I think there wasn't as much buzz um, last year, so it seemed it was almost an afterthought to put the 40 people in and make that the big deal. Um, so, I mean, I can understand why they did it, because with the two brands, NXT, they have a shitload of talent to deal with. But at the same time, as I said at the time, it just left two big gaps between the main event guys. Yeah, you're right, and I still think it should be two minutes in between each superstar. Oh, uh, yeah, so you prefer two minutes and 90 seconds, yeah. Yeah, I do. Which, which I, I, a bit of me does too, but I'm 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 quite used to it now. Yeah, you're right, but but yeah, and I'd imagine the match is going to go for more than now, but it's like guaranteed to be um, at least sixty-one minutes or something, isn't it? So, but this is the thing that I find impressive. It's like you know, Rey Mysterio has the longest time. Yeah, 
of 61 minutes 52. Yeah. He beat Ric Flair's record, right? Yeah. But of course, when Flair did it, it was every two minutes. Oh, yeah, of course. So for them, the match would have to be an hour. With Rey Mysterio, the match, they could have made the match shorter because it was every 90 seconds to help him, but they didn't. He just did it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Granted, he spent a lot of that match lying down in the corner, but still. (laughs) Um, So, fantasy. It's now time, Mike, for the Fantasy Royal Rumble. The Fantasy Royal Rumble. Yes, now then. Dead or alive, doesn't matter, should we say? Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Uh, did, yeah, right. I, I expect most of us to be modern anyway. But yeah, dead or alive. Okay, um, name an entrant. Doesn't have Chris to be Benoit. F- really? Okay. No! Oh, okay. <laughs> I, was about I to... don't know. I mean, I did love him, but then he killed his family, so... But then he killed his family. Um, so, should we say Chris Benoit 2004? I, I don't know whether to put him in or... No, no, let's not have Chris Benoit for now. Maybe later, maybe later. Okay. So come on, name the first guy that's being confirmed in the WWE pod, Fantasy Royal Rumble. I'm going to pick someone who's dead now, but was great when he was alive, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> Jeff Hardy. Okay, I like that one. Excellent. Um, number two. Your turn. Your turn. Uh, Randy Savage. There you go. Oh, big, big Randy name. Savage. Nice. Oh, yeah. Who's our number three, Mike? Not an, uh... not an order of them coming out, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can sort out the order if at all later. Well, he's got to be in there. We've got to have Shawn Michaels. <sighs> Shawn Michaels. Okay, number four, um, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan has to be in there. Excellent. Number five, Mike. Number five. Ooh, actually, that might... Hmm, let me think. No, I'll come back to him later. Uh, I would like to see Cactus Jack. Now, are we doing the gimmick here where <laughs> he comes back? I love that bit. As three different people. That was brilliant, no. But we I, can do, we can do. <laughs> depending, if we need to fill two more slots at the end, definitely. Yeah, then we'll stick in Dude Love and Mankind, yeah. So, I would love it, though, if, if we, during this Fantasy Royal Rumble, you have Cactus Jack in there, and maybe at like number six, and then number yeah. ten comes out, and it's Dude Love. And he has to change. Um, if, that's <laughs> in you, the that's you, if that's what you want, we'll do it. Or he's running back to the back, and then, then his music changes. He just takes his top off and runs in this dude like <laughs> as he's walking back in after getting thrown out. Okay, number six. Uh, you said Captain Jack. I am yeah. going to say Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Oh, nice choice. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Number seven, Mike. Well, part of the reason I want Captain Jack is I want Captain Jack to come down with like a shitload of hardcore stuff. Just chuck it in. You oh, know? yeah, damn straight. With a big wheelbarrow of, of barbed wire and stuff. Exactly. I mean, but this will sound weird. Based on that, should we have Cactus Jack or New Jack? <laughs> yeah, I know it sounds mental because he never was in the WWE. You want New then, Jack then, do you? I'm a bit tempted to have New Jack. Oh, we'll, put, we'll put him as lucky number seven. New Jack. New Jack's in the Royal Rumble. Just for fun. Just for fun. Okay. Um, <laughs> you say New Jack. I'm going to say, um, hmm, see, there's so many people. Um, I'm still, still, I'm going to say Ric Flair. Got to be in there. Got to be in there. Number nine. Number nine. Let's see. To be honest, I'm not sure why I picked Jeff Hardy. Partly for a laugh, but he's in. Uh, let me 
think? Who should we have as number nine? Well, we could have him, but where would we get enough vodka to get him back to the arena? Scott Hall. No, I hadn't even thought of him. <laughs> what do oh, you who are you talking about, then? I hadn't decided. Oh, oh, oh okay. Well, to be honest, do you know who would be fun? Who? Jake Roberts. Oh, yep, yeah, that would be good. Yeah, have him in there. Okay, number ten. You'll go. Um, have Jake Roberts. Let me think. Ultimate Warrior. Sure. Oh my God! Uh, Why uh, not? Why we, not? We, we can't miss that fun. one out. And he ha- he's got to do a promo on the way in. Um, oh please, please! <laughs> about a plane. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> your, t- your turn, Mike. Uh, it's gotta be Stone Cold. Uh yes, Steve. Stone Cold. A three-time winner. We can't not have a three-time winner. The only three-time winner. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Well, well, number eleven, number 12, then, is going to be The Rock, Mike. Because Has to obviously... be The Rock. Has to be The Rock. The Rock. Okay, number th- unlucky, number 13. Well, let's see. As we're doing a fantasy rumble, I guess we can have literally anyone, can't yep. we? Do you know who I would love to have in there? Andre the Giant. No, not Andre the Giant in oh, this particular oh. instance. I'd love to have Samoa Joe. Ah, that'd be good. Yeah, Samoa Joe just going to kick the shit out of people. Well, he comes in with his kebab knife. Yes, comes in with his, he comes in with a kebab. And, and he cuts the top rope and people fall over and go out. Exactly, so he is at the last <laughs> one in the ring. Yes. Um, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> num... <laughs> Hey, hey, New Jack, New Jack, you want garlic sauce? <laughs> number, number fourteen. You go. I am going for Andre. You go for Andre the Giant. Yeah. Okay, cool. Number fifteen, Mike. Number fifteen. It's, get, it's getting difficult now, isn't it? Not, no, no, well, not really. But who has to pick? Well, there's a couple of options, I suppose. I mean, one that could. No, I'm going. Oh, oh, Coco. Do you reckon we fun if we put in William Regal? If you want to. Well, actually, do you know who would be... Ah, oh, do you know who I would like to have? British Bulldog. Well, uh, you can have him. We'll put in British Bulldog. Stick him in. Uh, okay. Okay, uh, well, we're number 15. Let me, let's quickly recap. Okay, fine. We've got Jeff Hardy, Randy Savage, Shawn Michaels, Hulk Hogan, Cactus Jack, Ricky Steamboat, <laughs> New Jack. New we, Jack. We do have some randoms in there. Ric Flair, Jake Roberts, Ultimate Warrior, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, The Rock, Samoa Joe, Andre the Giant, The British Bulldog. Number 16. Goldberg. Oh, yes. That's, that's good. Well, number seven, I'm going to say Brock Lesnar. Oh, brilliant move. Yep. Okay, we're on to number 18, Mike. I would like uh yeah, I think I mean is this is this a bit dull or is it amazing? A uh, Kurt Angle. No. That's good. We'll go with Kurt Angle then. Kurt Angel. Kurt Angel, Kurt Angel. Isn't that a song from uh Back to the Future? Uh Earth Angel, yep. Oh sorry, that's the one. <laughs> um <laughs> Who else? Uh Go on, your turn. I'm trying to think. Um, well, I'm not too sure. I've got a brilliant one. Okay, go for it. Dusty Rhodes. Ooh. Um, number 20. Um, 
I know, I've got an, I, I, I've got an idea how to book this this person. He comes in and yeah. just a, a bit like what happened at um, the Royal Rumble, I think in two thousand and four. All the people turn on him and hit the, hit the crap out of him. That, Go that's on. Happened. Uh, David Arquette. No, I'm joking. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, Vince Russo. Oh my god! Are you serious? He'll die. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. What do you reckon? Uh, I don't know, because I've always defended him until he went to TNA and fucked it right up the arse. He did, didn't he? Okay, but, I've got one. Vince Russo, Eric Bischoff, or Vince McMahon is number 20. You can choose out of those three. What, Russo? Fucking hell. Vince Russo, McMahon, Bischoff, or Dixie? Or, or Dixie. Dixie or Dixie Carter. Fine. Well, based on that, let's throw in Jim Cornette. Uh, Jim Cornette? Okay. <laughs> no, hang on, hang on, hang on. The only reason that I'm weird about having one of those guys, we're talking about a dream rumble, the 30 best of the best, and you want to put in Vince Russo? Oh, I, I, only for my, uh, you know, they launch him over the top rope. Put him in then. <laughs> no, no, and, and through the announce table. Um, um, Andre Long darts him. Um, no, um, you're right. He doesn't deserve a place. Um, I, I got one. He's coming at number 20, and another yeah. wrestler beats the shit out of him to take his number. Oh, oh yes. There you go. Um, but, oh, I like it. But like who would that wrestler be, Mike? Who would Rikishi. beat the crap? Pardon? Rikishi. Really? That's a bit rare. That's a surprise. Well, I just love the idea that he would go in there and dance. Uh, yes, that's very true. He's Brodus Clay, but cooler. <laughs> He's Brodus Clay, but cooler. Yeah. Um, Papa okay. Shah. Papa Shango, number no, no, not no. Um, okay. Who will be number twenty-one? And it's not going to be nails. It's not going to be nails. No, it's not going to be. It's going to be uh, the million-dollar man. Oh, lovely choice. Ted DiBiase, <laughs> yes. Number twenty-two. In he goes. Twenty-two. Well, one thing that I like, I like guys in there who are really tough, which is part of the reasons. Do you know who would be fun? Because he's so crazy. Ken Shamrock? Yes, Ken Shamrock. Yes, I agree. Let's stick him in, Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock. Is is he a bit similar to Angle, though, in a way? Ah, yes, he is. But imagine it, right? There's no one else in the ring apart from Kurt Angle. He's just basically giving the ankle lock. And then, and then, for example, maybe like someone like Sean Marcus is limping. And then Angle, basically Angle slams him out. You know, so and I gave you the angle yeah. rock, and then you hear Can Shamrock's music walk in, and those two have a full two minutes on the just like Sounds a lovely, good. a lovely stare down, and on our fancy Royal Rumble, that could that that could that could be the beginning of the build to a match of WrestleMania. Those two, exactly. Let, look, I like your thinking. Let's stick with that then. Okay, cool. Number twenty-three, seven left, Mike. Seven to go. Yep. It's your turn. Oh goodness me! It is my turn, isn't it? Um. Oh, decisions, decisions. Uh, Rick Martel. <laughs> no. Um, who do you have? Um, no. Uh, oh, God, Robert Rude. Really? Uh, I'm running you well. I don't know. What do you reckon? If you want him. No, uh, yeah, I have to pass. I've got to think. You, can do, you do number 23, Mike. Rob Van Dam. Really? I thought about him, actually. Love him. Rob Van Dam. That's quite an interesting one. He's always he's always good for a spot. 
That is true. He is always good for a spot, isn't he? I'm going for um, the Warlord to try and beat uh, Santino's record. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will go... See, I was almost half tempted to put China in there. Yeah, that, I, this crossed my mind early today. Should we put in a lady? Yeah, um, but but would you? Would you put China in there though? That's uh, the thing. It would make it very eventful as one of the only women who've been in there. But yeah, it's your call. Remember, we've only got a few places to go. Exactly. So only my. Uh... See, I'm tempted to put Chris Jericho in there over over someone like a John. But I do think you may need a John Cena in there to represent today. What do you reckon? So, I will go for John Cena. Okay, he's going for John Cena. Unfortunately. 25, Mike. 25? Number 25. Undertaker. Of course! He's in there. He's in there. He's in there for my dad. My dad. My dad likes Taker. So do I. Obviously, you know what I mean. Well, I've got to go for Roddy Piper. Oh, lovely, lovely. And we're now on twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine. Four more to go. Well, do you know who I love and would love to see in a Royal Rumble? But again, you're going to find this a bit mad. Yep. Sabu. <laughs> he has been in a Royal Rumble, hasn't he? Was he in one? Yeah. He went out. Someone threw him through a table. Ah, okay. Um, Just but, think about it. In the middle of the match, we can suddenly have in there Cactus Jack, New Jack, RVD, and Sabu. I like that. The cream of hardcore wrestling. The cream of hardcore. I remember one year, two thousand one. They all half of them, including Steve Battleackman and a few others, actually just just went under, went out the outside the ring by going underneath the ropes and just had a hardcore match for a few minutes. If you remember, well, that's that's part of my thinking. I like that. It, it helps. It helps break the match up as well. I think maybe you do that between maybe 9 and 12 or something, you know, to break it up. Um, exactly, yeah. Because you've got the excitement of the Rumble starting out of the way. You found out who's number one. You, and then the middle bit. Sometimes it can get a bit stagnant at some Royal Rumbles. Obviously not this one. So. No. Okay. How many places do we have left? Uh, we've got 28, 29, and number 30. So just three to go. Indeed, just three to go. Tricky, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Um, I got one. Go on, Yokozuna. Yoko, really? Yeah, he's big. And he's hard to get out. That's true. Um, and you could if do you, if, if you want Yoko, we'll have Yoko. Yeah, Yokozuna versus Rikishi. That'd be interesting. Yoko's in. Okay. Um, these are always subject to change until we confirm. But yeah, twenty-nine, yeah. Mike. If we're talking 29, I mean, you know I said Jeff Hardy. Yeah. I'm trying to think who'd be a natural opponent for him in there sort of thing. Well, uh, no, 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 I've got one. I've got one. I've got one. Oh, yeah. I want Punk. Oh, CM Punk. Because, of course, they had their SummerSlam match. They did, didn't they? So who is the elusive number 30? And to be honest, even if we, don't, even if we elbow Jeff Hardy, for example, which I'm slightly tempted to do, we can still have Punk because he's great. So... Yeah, wasn't it Punk the one you were throwing people out doing promos in between, wasn't it? I remember oh, that. yeah! I really, that I really was, enjoyed that. that. great, yeah. His straight-edge promo, that was really good. That was fantastic. I love that. That was brilliant. Um, I, I, do you know what odd memory I have? Yeah. I have a memory of when you and I did commentary, and then, and then he said, and CM Punk said, I want everybody to rise, and you said, I'm rising for you, CM Punk. <laughs> oh, and you made a very strange noise. Did I? You did. You went up rising for you, CM Punk. 
<laughs> I remember it clear as a bell. I can be a bit weird. I'm sorry. Um, number. What on earth gave you that idea? As he says, taking off his top and licks his nipple. Jericho I will be licking my nipple if Jericho wins. I'll bear this in mind. Yep. Was, is my food that bad? No. <laughs> no. Well, I, I, I'll have to do something because I'll be so happy as well. Um, yeah. I might cry. No. Uh, so, number, <laughs> number 30. I ain't got a clue who should be the last one. Well, who the hell have we not had who's really synonymous with Royal Rumbles and synonymous with wrestling? Um, Sting! Oh, got, yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> there you go. Sting. And you know what? I think Sting should genuinely be the number 30 as well. Oh, it would be wonderful, wouldn't it? Because yeah, let's be honest, everyone would be guessing who else could it be. Someone that's never been in the WWE, it's Sting. There he is. It would be amazing. And I think everyone should be basically out of the ring not out of the Royal Rumble, but on the floor or in bits. And then it's just Undertaker standing there. Then Sting, Sting's music hits. And once again, for a potential fantasy WrestleMania, Sting Undertaker. Oh, if only. The darkness versus the darkness. Yeah. And basically, just imagine this. They have this stare down. Yeah. You know, this stare down. And they're just about to hit each other. And they get interrupted. So you get that tease. But they haven't quite touched yet. And who are they interrupted by? The Ultimate Warrior? Yes. <laughs> Why not? So, uh, so, so that's 30, isn't it? That is all 30. Let's run them down. Jeff Hardy, Randy Savage, Shawn Michaels, Hulk Hogan, Cactus Jack, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, New Jack, Ric Flair, Jake Roberts, Ultimate Warrior, um, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Samoa Joe, Andre the Giant, British Bulldog. That's our first 15. Our second 15 being Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle, Dusty Rhodes, Rikishi, Ted DiBiase, Senior. Ken Shamrock, yep. Rob Van Dam, John Cena, Undertaker, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Sabu, Yokozuna, CM Punk, and Sting. Are there any changes that you think we need to make? I don't know. I can't think of any from the top of my head. Mike, can you? Well, like I say, I'm a little bit wondering if I should have put in Jeff or not. Uh, well, but, but who would you replace him with? Can you think of anyone obvious who you'd replace, who you'd replace, bleh, who you would replace him with? Well, it's a tricky choice because they're similar talent. I'm, a, I'm wondering if Jeff Hardy, I'm a little tempted about Booker T. Really? A little bit. To, I mean, there's a photo of him quite near, that I can see now in my room. Yeah. I think in my, in my little shrine of Booker T sort of thing. Um, oh, and um, in, in, in fact, when, if I, when I get cold, do you know what I wrap around me? What? A Harlem sheet. Uh, <laughs> very good. Thank you. No, 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 no. Or, or that, or you could, or that, or that is how you could describe uh, Stevie Ray's time in the NWO. Oh, so um, I don't know. Should I leave? I know, it, it would be a fun nod to the Attitude Era to have him in there. So you like Booker T? No, no, no. I mean Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Hart. Yeah, that's true. But is, is there anyone you can think of who might suit better? No, I can't. Re- I'm, you know what? And the 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 the. Li- Anyone who's listening is probably screaming at us right now that we've missed someone out. Quite obvious. Oh, completely. They're probably, scre- they're probably screaming so many things at us. Yes, but... Where's, we- Drew Ke- where's Drew Carey? Oh, that'd be great. I mean, in a funny way, if we did have a number 31, it would be nice to get a celebrity in there um, for a spot. But well, we've got, well, we got Vince Russo. Oh, no, he's not in there. Oh, should we remove him? Yeah, but Rikishi's removing him, remember? <laughs> Rikishi's removing Vince Russo. Well, I tell you, what we could have... Well, let me think. Oh, I have an idea. Yeah. 
if we're having this 30 and you want a celebrity, can we have like a celebrity ring announcer or a celebrity bell ringer or something? Yeah, we could do. But who'd that be? Snooky. Oh, fuck off. Oh my God. Uh, no, not Snooky. Based on that reaction, definitely not Snooky. <laughs> um, I don't know who'd it be. Who'd it be? Uh, God, maybe. A celebrity ring announcer. See, I got someone that could be in there. The Iron Sheik. No? Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. He could be the celebrity ring announcer. Oh, please. And he could just cut promos on them as, as they're walking down. As soon as Hogan comes out, as soon as Flair comes out, he's a bastard! He's a bastard! <laughs> exactly. That'd be great, wouldn't it? That would be brilliant, eh? Let's get the Iron Sheik drunk and then give him a microphone and just see what happens. Exactly. Okay, definitely. So, who would be, the Mike, the last six in the win? The last six in the ring? In a perfect world. I know we, we fantasise about how maybe we'd book it, maybe Sting would be number 13, but for you, last six. I'm not saying last four, last six. Uh, let me think. Would it be great to have Austin and Rock in there? Definitely. Okay, I completely agree. So who's the last, who's the other four? I think, in a way, a bit of, a bit of me is thinking, is our final six just going to be our favourites? Yeah, you know of course. I mean. Yeah, but they're the ones, basically, that... I think they're the ones that you need to... Uh, the crowd will be going crazy for, you know? And you kind of need to protect till the end, that kind of thing. Yeah, and let's be honest, Austin Rock kind of have to be in the last six, don't they? That's very true. Okay, so, yeah, so Austin and Rock, let me think, who else? Uh, Bear in uh, mind, we want the winner in that last six, don't we? That's true. So we're not gonna. So we're not exactly going to have Rikishi in there, because he's just in there for a laugh, you know? Yes. Uh, Will you put Shawn Michaels in there as well? Oh, yes. Yes, Shawn Michaels. That's a good shot. Okay, yeah. we got three to go. Three left. Oh, I just realised that we've somehow done 30 of the best day and we forgot about Triple H. Oh, what a shame. Anyway. Um... <laughs> anyway, um, I love that we thought of Vince Russo and Snooki before we thought of Triple H. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Poor old Paul. Uh... <laughs> Paul, well, not well, just old. Anyway, um, let's think. All right, okay. So we've got Shawn Michaels, Austin, Rock, Taker, maybe. Okay, Undertaker. We got two more. Would you have Sting as one of the last ones? Could have, could do. Although, although if we do, I do like the idea of a WCW guy getting near the end. I mean, maybe we should have Flair. Oh, Flair. Okay, instead of Sting, then you got Goldberg. Maybe you got Ultimate Warrior. There's so many to choose from. Got, your, hey, okay, we've so got we... we've got Austin Rock. Yep. Shawn Michaels. Yep. Austin Rock. Austin, have oh, have about something like this. If you really want the very best, yeah. At that, well, let me think. Right, Austin. Yep. Rock. Michaels. Michaels. Undertaker. Undertaker. Hogan. Flair and Hogan. Flair and Hogan, there you go. My God, just listen to those names. Uh, excellent. So, in what order will we be going out, Mike? Well, are we picking a winner, are we? Oh, yes. Who's going out first out of that bunch? Out of those six? Yes. Who are they again? Austin, Rock, Michaels, Undertaker, Flair and Hogan. And that's only five. Shit. One, two, three, four. 
You can count. Well done. Who who did we miss? Oh, Austin Rock, Michaels, Hogan. Undertaker, Flair, Hogan. Yeah, Flair, Hogan, Taker, Michaels, Austin Rock. There, six. Okay, we sorted now. Yeah. God knows what happened before. Um, um, God, I think. Flair first. Okay, Flair's out. Then yep. Flair first. Oh, oh, I've got a good one. Right, Flair first. Yep. Then Taker. Ooh. Yep. Then Michaels. Yep. Then Rock. Oh. And we're left with Austin and Hogan. Ah, oh, that's brilliant. It is brilliant. Because let's be honest, that's the one match that everyone wants to see that hasn't happened yet. The one that everyone needs to happen. Yeah, okay. But, but, but of course now, you know, Hulk, Who, bless Hulk him. Or Austin? It's a tricky one, isn't it? They, they, they are the two biggest icons, arguably, the business has ever had. I would probably say Austin for me, but that's because I'm playing favourites. It's tricky because of what he's done for the business. I was leading toward Hulk. How are we going to decide this? I don't know. I know what they could... See, see, if I was booking, this would be a cheap way of doing it. I'd have them both fall out at the same time. And then they can't decide on the winner. They're both arguing as the Royal Rumble goes off the air, and that's your main event of Mania. That does make a lot of sense. You know, especially if in storyline, um, maybe at the Rumble, uh, the belt, no one actually ha- owns it, you know? Yeah, and yeah, you can argue, this is, yeah. Yeah, the, the Rumble is for the championship. And they both, yeah. and they both, you know, they've done it one year with Flair, didn't they? Um, they did in '92. Yeah, and you could argue that the Rumble is for the championship. Obviously, you don't have a winner. And these two are arguing about it. What, what a way to book into going into WrestleMania. I do like that idea, but there's a tiny bit of me thinks we're we're not booking the best run ever. We're booking the best Rumble ever. True. So, True. May, so maybe we should have a winner. Okay. So, here's... how are we going to decide? I'm happy. I'm, I'm not too bothered with Hogan winning it. Um, it's just that I think I think he's a bit of an arrogant prick, uh, he and, and he loves himself too much. And I, I think Austin, you know, deserves it more because he's more. You could argue, despite more, he, more of a company businessman, more of a professional. Yeah, I know. I know the fact that, for example, I know Hogan wasn't too, you know, forced the fact that he wanted, you know, the 2005 SummerSlam. Michaels yeah. wanted to win. Hogan wanted to win. The story goes. Uh, Hogan was going to win, but Michaels was going to win the ne- next match. But funnily enough, Hogan didn't do a ma- next match in the end. Good point. That's the only reason why I'm I'm doing it. Um, um, but I, I know I know what you mean. It would be good for Hogan to win. Uh, it's one of those things, isn't it? Because if we're talking Hogan now, then I agree with you. Austin should win. But because we're talking Hogan in at his peak, yeah. It's difficult to know. Was he already an arrogant ass then? Possibly. Yeah, let's, let's, let's go with Austin. Let's you sure? Austin. You sure you're yeah, going to go with Austin? Let's go with Austin because the celebrations would be huge. Of the beer. Of the beer and just in the arena as a whole. And JR will have on commentary and he'll go mad. You know, the Iron Sheik probably doesn't hate him, so he won't announce. Oh, the what? Iron Sheik could help screw Hogan over. Oh, that could work, yeah, because he beat him for the title in 84. Exactly. January 24th, 1984, the day Hulkamania was born. The day Hulkamania was born. So, there you go. That is our fantasy rumble. Oh, by the way, who's number one? 
Who comes in at number one, Mike? That's important. That's... We said Sting's number 30. Yeah, we said Sting is 30, yeah. Who's number Who's... one? We could just go with Jeff Harvey. Could do. I was, I, I was going to say Shawn Michaels because he's been number one before. Oh, yeah, actually. That makes, yeah, Shawn Michaels then. And, All right. And then the fact that he makes it uh, to the last four is something, you know? And you could people were thinking, God, he's going to win again. Yeah, yeah, let's go with Shawn Michaels. Yeah, he's number one. Ah, oh, there you go. Number one, Shawn Michaels. Number 30, Sting. And Hulk Hogan is the winner. No, Steve Austin is the winner. Apologies. Oh, yeah, of course. Steve Austin is the winner of our fantasy Royal Rumble. And I think, Mike, well, that's that's almost the show wrapped up, but I think we've done it before. We should do a fantasy WrestleMania, in, um, you know, as our WrestleMania preview. I think we definitely should. Excellent. Well, you know, Mike, yeah. You know, you know, there's someone else who they're gonna who the fans will be screaming about. Oh yeah. We never had Bret Hart. <gasps> um, we're gonna have to sort that one out, aren't we? You really want him in? Who did we replace him with? Jeff Hardy. Did we replace him with CM Punk? I w- I'd, ra- I'd rather have Punk. I'd rather have Punk than Hardy. Rikishi is maybe dispensable, but with him we got the fun dancing bit. Okay, so it's Bret Hart then, yeah? I mean, I mean, it depends. I, I, I mean, Bret Hart is great, but was he ever in many Rumbles? No, but imagine this. Shawn Michaels number one, Bret Hart number two. Love it. Excellent. <laughs> so. Jeff Hardy's go. out. Jeff Hardy is out. Excellent. So there we go. We've got number one, number two, and number 30. But the winner, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mike, uh, well, that's almost it. Um, We'll be back for the Royal Rumble commentary, which uh, this will be uploaded before the Rumble. But the Royal Rumble commentary, which I plan, boys and girls, to upload it Monday morning. By the time you get to work, get on that iTunes, download WWE Pod, and listen to the Royal Rumble, especially if you've already seen it, or even if you haven't and you're not planning to watch it, but you want to listen to it on your journey to work, a full nearly three-hour episode, hopefully, of WWE Pod, uh, bearing in mind any technical problems, which should now hopefully happen, but WWE Pod commentating on the Rumble. Mike, take it away. Or, of course, there's a third option of if you're watching the Rumble on Monday night, turn, put it on mute, listen to us. Yep. yep. We are better than Michael Cole. Fuck okay, yeah, we are. We're a better, dare I say, vintage. <laughs> that's vintage. That's vintage Mike and James. Um, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm full of them tonight, aren't I? Yes, you are. Oh, by the way, just before I do, we do wrap up. Yep. There's nothing to do with wrestling, but I just wanted to mention, because I think... Um, you know, I told you on the last show that I that I've started on a diet. I think. Oh yeah, I've got myself a target. Okay. On the third of August this year. Yep. I go on holiday for a week, just just to the south coast of the family. By the time I go on holiday, I want to have lost, and this is quite a this is quite a total. Although I suppose fifty pounds. Wow. I want to lose fifty pounds because I am up to, because I'm up to seven. I'm over seventeen stone, and I want to be less. So basically, the thinking is: if I lose two pounds a week between now, well, if I lose two pounds a week between now and August, I'll have lost more like sixty, sixty-five pounds. But I know that I'm going to slip up at sometimes. I'm human, and I love my food, hence I'm like this. So I want to lose fifty pounds. 
Because at the moment I weigh not. Because at the moment I weigh more than Dolph Ziggler, which is not good. <laughs> no, that's not good. It's not good. What was that noise? The noise was the as a slight echo for the last five minutes. Of oh, hello! We've, oh, hello! It's gone a bit mad. Yes. Well, anyway, uh, to, to to avoid me echoing, Mike, take it away. Do I do I sound echoey? Nope. You sound lovely as always. Sweet, let's, let's get this something before we jump off. Guys, we have booked a fantasy rumble featuring some immense and amazing talent and immense and amazing people. In wrestling, it's been said in terms of, as it's like, a, it's been described like a dance. I think Vincent Mann said this, in that you're only as good as your dancing partner. And Steve Austin and Bret Hart were like made for each other, which is why they had that great match at WrestleMania 13, that kind of thing. But one thing crosses my mind. In wrestling, you think about the people that pull the strings, your Vincent Manns and, you know, your people, your Russos, Bischoffs, your Kevin Sullivans, your Paul Heymans, your Dusty Rhodes, your Bookers over time, you know, all that sort of stuff. With life, you can't control everything. The only person, if there is anyone pulling the strings, God or Raller or... Buddha, Prince Siddhartha, whoever, you know. We don't know. But what I'm saying is this. A wrestling company does well, and a rumble is a hit if you surround your top star with good people. And what I'm saying is this. If in life you surround yourself with good people, good things happen. I've got a great friend in James. I've got other great friends, of course. I've got a wonderful family. And... I'm not saying that if you've got good people around you, life always works out great. But I'm saying that they're there to pick you up if you do fuck up. Same as if Bret Hart fucks up one day, he's got Shawn Michaels or Austin in there to carry a match. Let people carry you. Let yourself be carried sometimes. You don't have to be master of your own destiny. You don't have to be a workaholic like Vincent Mann. Sometimes you can let your people around you carry the match. So what I'm getting at is this. If ever you feel to yourself, I don't know what's going on. I feel a bit confused. I've lost that job. You know, this thing's gone messed up. This thing's gone fucked up. Just look at your fellow wrestlers, the people you work with, and one of them will carry you to that great match that we call life. I know it all sounds a bit weird. I know it all sounds a bit trashy. But when you think about it, it's probably true. Guys, next time you hear us, we'll both be at my house for the Rumble. Enjoy it, because I know I will. Goodbye, folks. Love to the bishop. 